0: Velasquez, here the news making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe on the COVID-19 pandemic. The Philippine government is implementing by Saturday a so-called modified enhanced community quarantine for the entire national capital region, Laguna Province and Cebu City. Beginning May 16th until May 31st, authorities will ease some quarantine measures for specific key industries. Local government units will have the discretion to lock down so-called critical zones which have a high number of COVID-19 cases.
1: Sa ilalim po ng modified ECQ, limitado po ang movement ng tao para po sa pagkuha ng essential services and work. Ang pagkakaiba po, bubuksan natin unti-unti ang ekonomiya. Magkakaroon po ng operasyon, ang piling manufacturing and processing plants up to a maximum of 50%. Ano to po itong mga industriya neto? Isa po ngayong araw yan. Makakaroon din po tayo siyempre dahil meron ng pasok ang ilang mga industriya sa modified ECQ ng kaunting limited transportation services para po sa mga papasok sa trabaho at para po dun sa magbibigay na essential goods and services. Suspendido pa rin po ang lahat ng klase sa lahat
0: ng antas. Meanwhile, areas considered to be at moderate risk for COVID-19 are to be placed under a general community quarantine. This community quarantine will be lifted by May 16th in low-risk areas such as Region 1, Region 4B, the Bicol region, Eastern Visayas, and the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region. Malacanang says local officials have until tomorrow, May 13, to appeal to the COVID-19 Task Force to have the risk levels reclassified in their areas, President Duterte earlier called for the public's compliance with quarantine restrictions. He warns the country cannot afford a second wave of the coronavirus
2: outbreak. Then uh, the social distancing. Ito yung new life.
0: Philippine health officials are reminding Filipinos that the easing of COVID-19 restrictions in some areas of the country does not mean the spread of COVID-19 is now fully controlled. The health department earlier warned of a renewed spike in COVID-19 cases once the government softens quarantine measures. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere urged local governments to remain vigilant to prevent a second wave of coronavirus infections.
3: So, hindi po natin sinasabi that we have already controlled. Kaya nga po, tayo ay magpapatupad ng ating mga minimum health standards na sinasabi. Although an um, area might be uh, identified or classified as low-risk, we still need to implement the minimum health standards that we will be providing nanandian po sa ating mga protocol. Ah uh, yun pong posibilidad ng second wave ito po ay isang bagay na gusto nating maiwasan at pinaghandaan natin kaya nga po ganito po tayo mag-classify ng ating mga lugar at
0: as of the latest reports, the Philippines has 11,350 COVID-19 infections. The death toll is at 751. Recoveries are at 2,106. Around 2.5 million Filipinos have either been displaced or are now jobless due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Philippine Labor Secretary Sylvester Bello III believes the number could still go up as the world continues to battle the disease. Bellio identified the worst affected industries to be those of tourism, restaurants, and transportation. The Labor Secretary is urging employers to avoid further retrenchments by implementing modified work arrangements.
2: Kaya ang dapat natin gawin ngayon ay gumawa tayo ng mga advisory sa ating mga employers, mga business establishments na adapt ibang-ibang classing arrangement para mabawas-bawasan yung pagtatanggal o pagsasara ng mga iba ibang class ng arrange pa sa Oh, instead na magpapasukin mo nang limang araw a eh, week, pwede mo nang gawing 2 or 3 days na lang para mabawas-bawasan yung working hours, mabawas-bawasan. So, oh, meron din yung rotation. Halimbawa, oh, ikaw, 50% tayo ngayong lingkong ito.
0: Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez is suggesting that some of the displaced workers be hired to help in the government's COVID-19 contact tracing efforts.
2: We need to hire enough contact tracers to match the numbers we expect that uh, will come uh, with more testing.
0: The Philippine airline industry is asking for government aid as travel restrictions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic lead to billions of pesos in losses. But the chair of the Air Carriers Association of the Philippines, Roberto Lim, clarifies that airlines are not asking for monetary assistance. He says they're proposing easier payment terms on loans.
2: On the part of uh, the airlines. Mm-hmm. We simply have not generated any revenue. Mm-hmm. That means zero. And we have fixed costs of about 7 billion per month. So we just need an interim period where government is the only party that can break the impact on this lack of confidence in everything. Temporary lang naman ito. Eh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Meanwhile the group also assured the public that airline employees will not be laid off amid these trying times
2: right now the uh, the regular employees of the local cares uh, remain part of the employment uh, pool of each airline the there was a group of probationary uh, that were not renewed, mm-hmm. but all regular uh, employees continue to be employees of the airlines and each of the member carriers have uh, adopted various approaches no, to mm. sustain their employees.
0: The U.S. Agency for International Development is extending and expanding the reach of its free online training for medical frontliners, specifically for infection prevention and control and healthcare waste management. Latest government data shows nearly 2,000 healthcare workers in the Philippines have been infected by COVID 19. The U.S. Aid Program Director for the Philippines, Hasibul Hake, says the threat of infection will always be there for frontliners, but adds the risk of getting infected can be reduced through constant training and improved compliance.
2: One of the support we'll be providing is like our team will be visiting some of the facilities, okay, so when this, like, uh, some of this like we have the opportunity to visit and then to see whether they are complying and what is actually being practiced on the field where are the gaps and what can be done additionally okay so that they are actually complying with this requirement and it can help them to put into practice what they learn from the training
0: The Duterte administration wants the passage of the second tax reform package done by June to help bring in new investments and restart an economy beaten down by the COVID 19 pandemic. But as Warren de Guzman tells us, there are still many roadblocks to be hurdled.
4: Ranks the Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez says new incentives are needed to make the Philippines more attractive to foreign investors. This is part of the government's plan to restart the Philippine economy. The Duterte administration's solution is the urgent passage of the Corporate Income Tax and Incentives Rationalization Act, or CITRA,
2: To attract investors who want to relocate to, from other countries and in search of resilient, high growth potential economies like the Philippines. This will involve the urgent passage of Citira or package 2, of the Comprehensive Tax Reform Program, which we now propose to include flexible tax and non-tax incentives so we can target specific companies that we want to invest here. The bill has been with the Senate for a few months. We would like to ask for your support so that Congress can pass this before June 3.
4: That new deadline is less than a month away, but there are many roadblocks to be hurdled. The House of Representatives and the Senate are still adjusting to the new normal. They have been using video conferencing solutions, but they have also been bogged down by lawmakers contracting COVID-19. Stakeholders also appear divided still on how the final version of Satira must look. Secretary Dominguez says they want new flexible incentives, but he has also recently told the business community there is a need to remove some perks from companies particularly those who have not grown strong enough to stand without them, despite having enjoyed such tax breaks and other incentives for years, even decades. The Philippine Economic Zone Authority has been a loud voice in the Satira discussion advocating for the retention of incentives for PESA locators. That stand has not changed.
3: We are asking for a status quo of the present incentives of PESA uh, so that we can, we can give time to the exporters to be able to rehabilitate and restore back and make the the economy vibrant again, Uh, especially with these opportunities open for the Philippines, uh, are the transferring companies from China. Uh, We already know of the pronouncements of the U.S. government, the, the Japanese government, and the European countries. Uh, already made pronouncements that they are now requiring their companies in China to transfer anywhere in the ASEAN countries. So
4: PESA Director make- General Charito Plaza adds government cannot deny PESA locators have been particularly vulnerable to the effects of COVID-19, noting investment and new projects in the 405 PESA zones around the Philippines have fallen by some 30 percent year-on-year in the first quarter. In late April, Senate Ways and Means Committee Chairwoman Pia Cayetano said they had to go back to the drawing board with Satira despite months of deliberations and months more when it was still named the Trabajo Act. She explained the proposal needs to be adjusted because COVID-19 has changed so much. Another key change, the DOF's tax reform lead, Carl Chua, has a new job as Social Economic Planning Secretary. Warren De Guzman, ABS-CBN News.
0: The Duterte administration is confident it can still complete a majority of its infrastructure projects, despite delays brought about by the health crisis. Public Works Secretary Mark Villar says national road repairs and other priority infrastructure projects have resumed in Metro Manila under its Build, Build, Build program. Secretary Villar adds the budget for these projects is still sufficient, even as government funds are being funneled into the COVID-19 response.
1: At this point, we're we're still in discussion because there is a need also to pump prime the economy. As you know, that uh, construction is uh, very important for the build 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 for the economy. So uh, we're still discussing with the economic team on how, uh, what projects we should be prioritizing or how far we should uh, uh, reprioritize, if if at all. Of course, uh, at some point we do want to pump prime because we need to ensure the GDP growth.
0: Manila's chief executive welcomes the move of the national government to declare a modified enhanced community quarantine for the national capital region. Manila Mayor Isco Moreno says they had been calling for the gradual reopening of some industries. But he warns the public to continue exercising caution to curb infections in the city. Ang gobyerno ay lamang kapag siya may pondo,
1: at ang pondo ng gobyerno ay nagkagaling sa mga buwis, nagkaling sa tao, nagkatrabaho at mga negosyong kumikita. At the same time, uh, bababawasan natin yung mga ilang individual na mataas na ang anxiety level. It's quite scary, I have to be honest to you also, because uh, baka dumami naman ang uh, magkaroon ng kaso ng covid
0: As more countries begin easing COVID-19 restrictions, the World Health Organization calls for extreme vigilance to prevent a second wave of infections. The appeal comes as Germany reported a new cluster of cases after easing its lockdown. South Korea has also seen a surge in infections after relaxing rest- restrictions on movement. If disease persists, in countries at a low level without the capacity to uh, investigate clusters identify clusters then there is always the risk that the disease will take off again i think uh, now we're seeing some hope as many countries exit these uh, so-called lockdowns and this is good it allows economic life to return but extreme vigilance is required the United Kingdom thrown into confusion after Prime Minister Boris Johnson bared the government's plan to begin easing COVID-19 restrictions. A British opposition leader says Johnson failed to address the public's questions about going back to work. Here's the full story.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Speaker with Mr.
5: British Prime Minister Boris Johnson set out a cautious plan on Monday for how the UK's lockdown measures would slowly be lifted. The government published a 51-page document outlining the strategy that includes a staged reopening of businesses and advice on public transport and wearing face coverings, as well as a 14-day quarantine for most international arrivals. Speaking in Parliament, Johnson said the government would not be hasty in removing restrictions.
1: Our challenge now is to find a way forward that preserves our hard-won gains while easing the burden of the lockdown. And I will be candid with the House, this is a supremely difficult balance to strike. There could be no greater mistake than to jeopardise everything we've striven to achieve by proceeding too far and too fast.
5: The United Kingdom has one of the world's highest official COVID-19 death tolls. And after criticism that he was slow to order a lockdown, Johnson is concerned by the prospect of a second wave of infection. But he has also been accused of putting out confusing advice on the new strategy. Opposition Labour Party leader Keir Starmer said Monday the government had given mixed messages that did not address the public's basic practical questions about going back to work.
0: What the country needs at this time is clarity and reassurance. And at the moment, both are in pretty short supply. And at the heart of the problem, it seems, is that the Prime Minister made a statement last night before the plan was written, or at least finalised. And that has caused
4: considerable confusion.
5: The government have also introduced a new slogan, Stay Alert, which opposition parties have branded as meaningless against a virus invisible to the naked eye. Leaders of Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland have said they were sticking with the original stay-at-home message.
0: COVID-19 fatalities in the U.S. have breached 80,000 as almost all states begin easing lockdown measures. Deaths in the country have averaged 2,000 a day since mid-April. Total confirmed infections, meanwhile, have exceeded 1.3 million, the highest in the world. U.S. President Trump says the government has approved $1 billion to boost the country's testing efforts.
4: In three months, the FDA has authorized more than 92 different tests, and over 9 million have been performed here in the United States. Three weeks ago, we were conducting roughly 150,000 tests per day. Now, we're doing approximately 300,000 tests per day, a 100 percent increase, and it will go up substantially from that number. This week, the United States will pass 10 million tests conducted nearly double the number of any other country we're testing more people per capita than south korea the united kingdom france japan sweden finland finland and many other countries and in some cases combined
0: speaker alan peter cayetano claims philippine lawmakers are aware of their responsibility to address the pending issue of ABS-CBN's franchise renewal Cayetano's statement comes after authors of several ABS-CBN franchise bills urged him to immediately convene the Legislative Franchise Committee to resolve the matter. Cayetano says there are concerns that need to be resolved in the network's franchise issue and that holding proper hearings will allow ABS-CBN to present its case. The speaker insists that without proper hearings, lawmakers will never be able to put an end to uncertainties and doubt over the issue. The former head of the Philippines' ICT Department believes the shutdown order for ABS-CBN was null and void from the onset. Attorney Rodolfo Salalima says the order by the National Telecommunications Commission was invalid since it was issued without giving ABS-CBN a chance to explain its side. Fundamentally, under our bill of rights, it says there that no person
2: can be deprived of life, liberty. ...and property without due process of law. And ABS-CBN ay karakarang Close on the basis of a CDO... ...without precisely there being an administrative procedural hearing... ...conducted by the NTC pursuant to a soukos uh, order. Ang nangyari, pinasara and then there was a simultaneous soukos order... After the Pagsasara, mm. asking the NTC to explain why it should not be closed, but rather why NPC should not forfeit its frequency.
0: The chaplain of ABS-CBN is urging Filipino priests to pray for a fair and just decision on the issue of the network's franchise. In a letter, Father Tito Kaluag invited members of the clergy to ring church bells and to pray the Angelus at noon on May 13 in solidarity with the network's fight for the renewal of its franchise. He asks his fellow priests to pray that members of Congress be guided by the Holy Spirit in their deliberations on ABS-CBN's franchise. Father Kaluag hopes the image of the church coming together will awaken the voice and spirit of the people to take a stand on the issue. And those were the latest. I'm Tony Velasquez. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.